You've just been poured into the mixing bowl, your one-stop shop for all things bakery and then some. With you, your host, the Commish, and as always, joined by your trash-talking historian, Patty Power Rankings. Yo, what's up? Welcome back to the Mixing Bowl, your week 12 recap. I'm Phil. With me, as always, Patty. Patty, how's Texas? It is warm. And by warm, it means it's like 55 degrees, but it's good. It's good <laughs> to be back. I think I've only been back uh, since I moved last spring, maybe once or twice. So, um, so yeah. It's tough. You go open? You get any uh, enjoyment? I did not bring my clubs down here. Um, we had the fly. We didn't drive this time. So um, unless we took use ship sticks, it was going to be like an extra $75. And maybe to get two or three rounds, it's, we didn't think it was worth it. No, that's not worth it. And if you ever wanted to go out, you could rent a set for a, a quick round. We can rent a set or use um, Amanda's dad's clubs. So Easy, 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 easy. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been chilly here, so. Even fifty degrees sounds pretty, uh, pretty yeah, nice. Yeah, can't complain. It's uh-uh. not raining like it is in Oregon, so <laughs> can't complain. Can't complain. Um, all right, I want to kick this podcast off with the other day you told Tori and I late at night that uh, Kirk Cousins was on uh, part of my take podcast. You yes. listened to it. You said he's goofy. I listened to it this afternoon. Um, I mean, I've got my own beef with the guy. I like. I think he's a good player. I don't. I personally don't have like a huge problem with him, but. He makes a lot of money for a guy that's kind of stalled out <laughs> multiple seasons in a row. Um, but listening to that podcast today, that dude is, I knew he was a good guy. And like, but he's, he's, he's a national treasure. That guy was, they're throwing shit at him left and right. And he's rolling with the punches, making him laugh. Um, and I don't listen to that podcast often. So it was, it was kind of refreshing to hear him outside of like the normal media, I would say. Yeah. It was like a 35 minute roast of Kirk Cousins. So I thought, if you guys don't listen to part of my take, it's two guys from Barstool, Big Cat and PFT, who are pretty big um, on social media and obviously on Twitter and pretty close with a lot of NFL guys. But they basically just roasted him for 35 minutes, which <laughs> um, I think any of us could have a 35-minute roasting session about Kirk Cousins. And he, he like <laughs> – he didn't shit his pants like he would be in a pocket when Von Miller or Khalil Mack are run, <laughs> running at him. He, uh, he handled like a champ, so it, it made me respect him a lot more. He's just – the best way I can describe him, he's a huge doofus. I mean, he's like, he doesn't really have much of a personality, but you could tell that he gets it. And like, you could tell, I think the biggest takeaway for me is, you know, the, his teammates make fun of him all the time and he just doesn't care. Yeah. He, he just rolls with it. It's like, yeah, he, he was quick too. It's like, these guys are dishing it left and right. And he, he's, I mean, he's not even pausing. He's not taking a back. He, he's just right off the tongue. He's right back at it. Um, it was a really fun right. lesson. Yeah, I highly recommend if it's called the podcast as part of my take and it, it tells you exactly when the Kirk Cousins podcast come on. It's more for comedy. So I would never would have expected him to be on that podcast considering how much <laughs> shit talking they do previously on him. But it, it's it's worth a listen if you want to kind of get, you know, a, a comedic insight to Kirk Cousins, if that's the correct, <laughs> that's the correct word. Bingo, bingo, bingo. Um, yeah, I like Patty said, highly recommend it. Um, even if you don't listen to any other podcast outside of this one or careless in that show anywhere else um, what was your favorite part real quick god i don't know I, like that steak thing i hadn't heard about that him i hadn't, hadn't seen the pictures he'd cooked steak on uh <laughs> tinfoil he grilled it on tinfoil i don't know maybe his whole life and that was, that was the first punch he got and um 
I, I ended up looking up the picture afterwards and I was like, so the comment was like, is this a kidney? Is it a rock or is it a steak? And it's like, it looked weird. It, I don't know. There's so much. Favorite... Yeah. What was yours? Uh, mine was when they talked about Claudio Cardoso and how, <laughs> how there's this, if so long story short, there's this like, there's a lot of NFL fans in Brazil who like it. And they went on a tear one day after the Vikings lost to the bears two years ago of how, Kirk Cousins in college, which I don't think is true, lost to some fat guy from Brazil named Claudio Cordoso. So all these Brazilian NFL fans went to Kirk's Instagram page and just posted hashtag Ferduso Cardio Cardoso. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I had no idea. And they just talked about how like a, a ton of Brazilians went to Kirk Cousins' Instagram. <laughs> just <laughs> blew, just him up. blew him up for him losing to some fat Brazilian guy. <laughs> God, that's awesome. My other, oh, oh, go ahead. I was about to say, if you have Instagram, if you, I think it's like from December 2018, and it's just an Instagram and it's captioned as school. And if you just click on the comments, it's all hashtag for do so, cardio cardoso. (laughs) That's amazing. I'm going to have to go look at that. Um, My other favorite part was that rumor that started when he was at Michigan State that he beat up the Michigan State hockey team and they were going to sell shirts of like, I don't remember what it said on the front, um, but it was like, party with kirk in the back it's like late night hockey fights or something i was like this is incredible it's the last guy you'd expect to punch anything <laughs> um Good stuff it was awesome um all right nfc west playoffs I, I just talking about this for 30 seconds my cousin and i were texting back and forth so the rams are currently in fifth place um in the whole nfc and they would get to play the giants at the moment whoever the nfc east winner is it's like it would currently get to play as the five seed they line up against the Giants, whereas Seahawks is the division winner at the moment would have to play the Cardinals. It's like winning that division this year doesn't sound – you get home field, but home field advantage is null and void for the most part, I would say. So I, that uh, that fifth seed is looking mighty tasty at the moment. Yeah, I would I, I would lie if I haven't pulled up the playoff machine over the last two days um, and kind of look at the scenarios. Good news: the Vikings have actually a decent chance of making the playoffs, even at nine and seven, if they beat the Bucks in two weeks, which is really good because they'll own the tiebreaker over a lot of those NFC West teams. The bad news is we probably played New Orleans or Green Bay. <laughs> Regardless, yeah, the NFC is going to be dogfight. I think the Rams and the Cardinals have to play twice. The and I think the Cardinals and 49ers still have to play. The Rams still have to play everyone in that division. So, yeah, to your point, I think it's actually going to be an advantage to get the fifth the fifth seed. I, it's actually exciting because there's going to be, what, six wild card games this year. So there's still a lot to be decided. But this, the 49ers strangely have a chance if they can get everyone healthy. Like I can't I believe it. And Kittle rumors are starting to flare back up, saying he might be oh, yes. back sooner rather than later. Um, Next couple of weeks. Yeah, that would be uh... – that could that could be a game changer. Who do you who do you think is the favorite in the NFC? It's I don't know. I think the Seahawks figure it out now that they got Hyde and Carson healthy. If they can figure out how to run the ball consistently, Russ gets back to it. That defense seems to be flipping a switch. I know they haven't had the strongest opponents, but yeah, I think for me because there won't be any fans. I think that actually kind of eliminates New Orleans in my opinion. Like going there is not as daunting. Yeah, I totally agree. I'm like getting chills saying it, but I, I think it's the Packers. Like if they get a home field advantage and any of these teams have to go into a super cold environment in a playoff game in January, even without fans, I think Damn. that nullifies a lot of other teams' offenses. So, 
I'd say the Packers or the Rams. I, I really like the Rams this year, as long as Jared Goff doesn't shit his pants. Yeah, I uh I'm I'm cool with the Rams. That defense is I yeah. I don't know. You got Aaron Donald on the other side of that defensive line. It's like ugh, ugh. Yep. I don't want to see that. Um all right, I don't have anything else for NFL. Let's bump bakery. Um Bro scored the season high score this past weekend, led by uh basically Tyree Kill outscored every other player in the first quarter alone. Um <laughs> that was uh I I don't know. That was good for Bro, good for the Chiefs, but not having any stakes anywhere on that team. Um that was just that was bittersweet. Um, let's see. <clears throat> Taco's chance of t- top two seed is all but solidified this week with his win. Um, yeah. Patty, you eked out a win on Wednesday that completely changed everything. Um, yeah, I was I, I, fr- I was frustrated. I to be honest, I was super <laughs> busy with work on Wednesday and hosting conference calls. And I think the only time I had a break was actually when. The two times the Ravens were in the red zone, one where they went for it, and it was the end of the half, and they didn't get a field goal because of <laughs> they ran a running play with no time. And the other time was when they had the holding call, and they punted from like the thirty-five yard line. So I was frustrated, but I didn't see the rest of the game and looked like I won. So huge win for me for sure. Um, huge keeps win. me alive um, going into this week. Yeah, and that's gonna like I said, that kind of changes a lot. It changes the uh, OB's got a buttload of points on his back right now, so he's. I think he's good for points four, but that hurts Munion and Gorman for the moment. So next week is big. Um, and then Mix kind of played spoiler this week to keep his 1% chance of playoffs alive. And yep. well, um, if that win went to Pete or Jens, I think that kind of locks up a lot of the uh, the playoff scenarios. But Mix is uh, playing spoiler. He's keeping his hopes alive. Doors still cracked. And it's allowing a lot of crazy stuff to, to kind of happen next week, which I'm excited about. Um, yeah, and the crazy thing is the week doesn't end until Tuesday. I was actually looking at my potential lineup in Philly. I think I only have three players playing before the night game on Sunday because I have a lot of guys <laughs> playing it's Monday gonna... and Tuesday. So it's actually going to be a sweat-free Sunday for once. That is, I love it's... playing from behind. That's what you it... said. <laughs> it's kind of like, as like a, a guy that's – if it was my roster, I love that. I hate when my opponents don't yep. have people in the new control. But yeah, it's like you're waiting. And I think I've talked to Bro about this. Um, where I don't know, like that one game where Hopkins scored that game winner uh, Sunday night or Monday night, whatever it was. It's like it felt like a come from behind win. But it's like these guys just haven't played yet. It's just how the schedule shakes out. So even though it comes feels like a, a win was either given to you or stolen from you on a Monday night or even a Tuesday night this week. Um, uh, it's it's a mentality thing. So um, let's talk playoff scenarios. We're one week to go. So like you said, we've got a Tuesday night game next week. Um, Tacos all but locked up the one seed. It's going to take a loss. And oh. outs- he has to get out. What are, he's got to get outscored. He's got a lot of buys this week, though, Philly. Does he? Who? Do you, who Mike he Evans, uh, Mike Davis. Oh, oh, I didn't even think about Mike Davis. All right, all right. So there's hope. There's hope for yeah, all. I mean, of us. if he loses, um, we can get to this in a little bit. Um, Philly has a chance of getting the one seed. Actually, uh, I was more confident last week after the Thanksgiving games about possibly getting that one seed until Fuller took whatever he took. Um, 
but that's neither here nor there. He's not on my roster anymore, or he won't be. Um, yeah. All right. Well, Taco, suit up, man. You're in for the long haul. It's gonna He's be got a buy for, for sure, though. I think if there's one thing, he definitely has a buy. I, for sure, because so he's off he loses week. and Pete wins. Um, what is, he's got an 82-point lead on Pete. So, yeah. Taki, you're one seed or two seed. Yep. Rest easy. Rest you guys, man. Stress-free next Sunday, for sure. Seriously. Um, for me, spend time with the kids. I don't know if you can make <laughs> plans in advance, but you can spend time with the kids next Sunday. Do it now. Yeah, make it because week, what, 14? Week 15? Week 15. Week 15. We're coming for you. Uh, for me, it's win and score and I could lock up that second place that I'm could fall even as far as uh, the fifth seed. So um, I'm going to be missing Fuller. Curtis Samuels on by Carson is looking like he might be splitting carries with Hyde for maybe another week, which is nerve wracking. Um, Kyler has got that shoulder injury for, which is affecting both Tom and I. And then uh, obviously Camara with Taysom is that's a cancer. So, well, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Pete, anywhere between two and five seeds are all still in play. Like we had mentioned, those Kittle rumors are starting to stir. Um, won't be obviously this week, but if Pete gets him early on in the playoffs, that could be a, a big game changer. <clears throat> um, let's see. Broski's got two through six seeds all, all in play. He's the second highest scorer in the league, so he's basically just going to see where the dominoes fall. Um he needs Aaron Jones and Miles Sanders to step up. You just can't count on a 57-point week from Hill and whatever Mahomes put up last week. So his team's stacked, but he's got some loose ends that need a little wrap-up. Patty, you're currently the fifth seed. Um, okay. But I don't – wait, I've got it right here. You could go as high as the second seed. Um, obviously, yeah, maybe four, five, and six are <laughs> <laughs> Four, five, six is most likely. Um, I don't know. As long as Devontae keeps doing his thing and Debo Samuel has been a little touch and go passes, easy points. Um, yep. It's as easy as that. Um, for OB, it's basically score and see where you land. Um, six and six for right now. It's Everything's kind of out of his hands. It's either land in the sixth seat for points four, get a win, and hope Bro or Patty take a loss. And uh, that's, that's about it. I don't know. My only note for. OB is uh, obviously he's got Cook who can go up at any moment, but Keenan Allen had his target share slashed this week with like a healthy Eckler. Um, he went up against one of the best cornerbacks um, in Tredavious White, so I would expect that's him to true. bounce back. He should be back. Um, yeah. Gorman and Noonan, they need points, 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 as Patty would say. Um, yeah. They also need a Tory win and a Patty dumpster fire loss. Anything's um, possible, boys. Anything is possible. Um, they both need their quarterbacks to step up. Uh, Kyler and Carr both shit the bed last week. I think Noonan still got Tannehill. So good luck making that choice because I think Carr's got a decent matchup next week. Um, and then you got Mix and Jens. Score big and pray for all your opponents to get one week of COVID cases because that's uh, <laughs> that's about the best way you're going to get in. But uh, at the moment, if these two miss, it's like we're going to be missing James Robinson, CMC, Eckler, Kelsey, Thomas, Adam Thielen. All those guys are going to miss the playoffs. All guys that could, should electrify the scoreboard. Obviously, Thomas has had his stuff, and Eckler and McCaffrey have been injured. But it'll be, as a guy that doesn't own them, I'm glad they're not going to be in the playoffs because any one of them could 
pop off a random 30. Um, so that's what we got for playoff scenarios. Um, Patty, let's do your sweet, sweet sponsorship and uh, some power rankings. Let's do it. You know, you know, just after a long day of work, long day of watching football on Sundays, there's just one thing that makes me a little bit happy. It's fresh, cold, delicious, turkey-filled, cold-cut combo from Subway. I eat three <laughs> every day to keep me strong. Hey, Patrick, hit one over here. Coming right up. That's what I call a hole-in-one. Subway, thank you for sponsoring today's podcast, um, and thank you for sponsoring one of the best movies of all time, Happy Gilmore. <laughs> I didn't see that one coming. That uh, That's awesome. Yeah, I know. See, they, they hooked me up, Grandma. See, if they gave me this car to get free Subway for life, it's great. <laughs> okay. Let's get into the power rankings. <laughs> Let's get into the power rankings. That All right. Amazing. I'm going to go actually from the top down this time because I think it's it's probably because there's some teams that have already clinched a playoff spot. Um, I, I think there's there's not a lot of climax. So if, if you're fine with that, Philly. Absolutely. Uh, number one I have is Taco. I think to your point earlier, um, he has the most points scored. He's guaranteed to buy. Um, unless an utter collapse, um, he will finish the regular season as the number one team. So it might be the first time in history. So congrats, Taco. I, I called you out for not paying attention after week one, and your team uh, put used that chip on the shoulder, and we'll finish number one. Number two I have is Bro. He's number two. The huge points, um, points last week definitely helped out, and I think we talked about it on the podcast last week. His team is – was due for a huge outburst. And obviously Tyreek putting up the second most points of all time was a wide receiver. Philly, I don't know if you saw that. I think it was Jimmy Smith and the Jaguars back in the day in like 97, 98. Jimmy Smith. Um, had the most for PPR and Tyreek was second. So um, that that helps out. And I think the Chiefs, what they play the Broncos this week, who are not that good. So it could be another big week for the Brochachos. Number three, I have Philly, um, and then number four, I have Pete. Um, those are kind of the top four. They're they're for sure a clinch in the playoff spots in my eyes. I think even though like Pete can win, he can go up higher. But if he loses, I don't I don't foresee him dropping lower than um, the four seed. Just being an eight and five, I would need to score a lot of points um, in order to pass to pass Pete or OB would need to score a lot of. Well, I keep, I'm the only one that could be able to pass him. So yeah, Pete's guaranteed the mm-hmm. four seed. So. He's number four. Um, right now, number five I have is OB. Basically, win and he's in um, no matter what. Um, just he'll get the seven and six. He, he's in. Um, he's got a lot of points. Obviously, Dalvin Cook took him from a bottom feeder to a contender, um, along with Scary Terry and others. So it's, it's a good effort by OB to get himself into the playoffs. But um, I have him as number five. Right now, for number six, I have as myself. That was a huge win. Um, I'm obviously still on the chopping block, though. Um, I need to put up points. If you look at everything, if I don't finish in the top five, I believe I have a um, quick math here um, about a 33-point advantage over Noonan, um, a 40, excuse me, 50-point advantage over Gorman. So unless mm-hmm. something crazy happens, um, I, I should be in, however – crazy things have happened i've put up weeks with only eight or 90 points i've put up weeks with 160 so the the volatility is still there where i could still drop out 
speaking of that, I have Noonan's number seven. I think the volatility, <laughs> and I think the James Conner thing, obviously was able to play David Montgomery helps, but he's been due. He's been a, a bad luck. And Philly, I know you've notated this, the, the, the Nick Chubb walking out at the one. We talked about yeah. how 6.1 points, it would be hilariously really bad if <laughs> not only did I get a win out of it, but with Noonan missed the playoffs by less than six and one points, which is could be plausible, but I have Noonan at seven only because I think he has the better chance to jump everyone else. Eight, I have this Tom. I, th- I think he's the other realistic shot to get into the playoffs. It was a tough week for him. If he would have gotten a win last week, it would have gotten very interesting for this last playoff spot because he would have been six and six side with OB with three teams um, vying for one lock and then the other in the point scored. It would have been interesting, especially if he would have won out. Nine and ten, mix and gents. Better luck next year. Another happy Gilmore quote. Um, I can send out that meme again, but um, better luck next year, and we'll see you in the toilet bowl. Hopefully, you can win in week fourteen, so you don't have to do that beer mile. So that is the last of the PPR of the regular season. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Good work this year on that. Um, yeah, toilet bowl. Uh, that's right around the corner for somebody. Um, hopefully, we get it in sooner than like two days before the draft next fall. But um, it's here. Playoffs are basically here. And we've got a lot of uncertainty, which is we don't have a single seed that is like officially locked, which is, I think, a blast. Um, Mm -hmm. It's good for the league, good for everyone, not maybe good for the heart, uh, blood pressure. But other than that, it's a blast. Um, I I don't have many notes for next week. It is, it's, Get your wins, get your points. Um, I think NFL did fantasy dirty by having a week 13 bye for uh, a Tampa and Carolina. I'm not totally sure the reason. Probably, I, oh, d- never mind. It's Thanksgiving. They will, I'm assuming they just wanted everyone playing on Thanksgiving. Um, yeah, it makes sense. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a long ride. Is there a game Saturday this week, or is that no? Start two weeks weekend? from now. Okay. So that's uh so week fantasy playoffs is when no week fifteen week sixteen is when the Saturday games start. Okay. Um, it's gonna be and then actually week sixteen the Vikings and the Saints play on Friday, which is Christmas Day. Oh, that's right. Nothing better than so. There's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday of Christmas weekend. A nice forced tradition of like year three of Christmas. Yeah, games. it's like there's actually the those Saturday games that are playing in week 16 actually have extreme fantasy relevance. I think like the Bucks played the Lions, the 49ers played the Cardinals, and I think it's like the Raiders-Dolphins. So people have, will have um, some players going. It's going to be a fun ride. It's going to be a blast. Um, Any gun to your head right now, who wins it all, Philip? In our league? Yes. I got to go Taco. Gibson and Henry are... They're unstoppable. I mean, those guys, I, I, they might be the top two running backs. Over yeah, Derek the Henry, five, the Titans six. play Packers week 16. We all know how bad the Packers are on defense. So Henry is good for 40 points that game. Yeah. So one thing like I like to do, I don't like, I don't week six, week seven is start looking ahead in yep. the playoffs, uh, yep. whether I'm going to make it or not. Um, so Steve can, Taco can attest to this, but I've been badgering him weekly. For uh, for Henry, after his good games, after his bad games, have just been throwing shade at him. Um, at one point, I tried doing Kamara plus something for Henry and Allen Robinson after 
I think Henry and Robinson had a, a combined bad week. I thought it was strike while the iron was hot, but um, obviously I'm here without them. And now I've got to ride Kamara without Breeze and Watson without Fuller. So I, uh, I've i got a, my butthole's kind of puckered going into this week, and I'm really open for that bye week. So I can avoid Watson having to play Indianapolis in the week one of the playoffs. Um, I don't know. It's going to be tight. It's going to be fun. It's going to be nerve-wracking. Yes. I hope everyone else's players break their legs. Sorry. Um, I'm not on the trophy yet, so. Taco, gun to, gun to the head. Gun to the oh, head, yeah. I would say, bro. I think his team has the highest ceiling every single week. I do, too. Well, yeah, highest ceiling. Um, if Sanders, if Philadelphia can figure it out, Sanders gets, I don't know, even a basic 15 points on a the next couple of weeks, Aaron Jones um, should be back. Week 15, the Chiefs play the Saints in a game. And I think that could be huge for Mahomes and um, Tyreek because it's going to be a track meet. And then I think the Packers have a pretty easy schedule. The Titans don't have a good defense. So if you kind of look at it that lens, and Seattle has a very easy schedule left at his best players. Um, there's points to be scored on that team. So I like Burrow's team. I can see it. I hope it doesn't happen. Bro's already got his name on the trophy, and we know he's going to hide if he find a toy. We can just all agree to put Dr. another Bezma. asterisk on there. <laughs> I'm kidding, Tyler. Hell yeah. I'm kidding. Um, That's it. All right. Well, then let me flip it to you real yeah. quick before we're out. Gun to your head. Who's who's taking the toilet seat home? Oh, no one's going to like this answer. <laughs> I think it's Tom's turn to ride the toilet. That's exactly what I was going to pick. Sorry, oh. Gorman. I don't, Jens is just, Jens has got Thielen and Kelsey. And Gorman's got his players. Mix, uh, Mix is going to have McCaffrey and Eckler. So if Mix is in the toilet, yeah, I also well, think like, Bree should be back by week 15 because I need to win that game for a bye. So um, that should yeah. prop up Thomas. For sure. It's just, and then Noonan's got Chubb, who's arguably yep. second best running back right now, and he's missed half the season so or it could be me for all i know <laughs> i think i have the most volatility out of any team i could definitely throw up a dot in there if i don't make it <laughs> yeah i would uh start getting nervous oh, someone's man. running someone's running a mile here in the next couple of months so um all right i think that'll do it from us then uh enjoy the the dallas weather patty Thank you're you. in dallas you're we're, uh, her parents they just Texas. moved um they are um, it's the DFW area, but they're closer to Fort Worth than they are Dallas. Um, it's probably about Shit. 35 minute drive to Dallas, about 15 minute drive to Fort Worth. That ain't too bad. All right, man. Enjoy the weather. Uh, hopefully you can sneak around a golfing before yes. you head back to Portland. Absolutely. So, talk all right, everybody week. talk next.